You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Believe After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Believe After Show. I don't know the words either. I only know like the 10 words in the middle. And we'll see those later on in the show. Guys, welcome to the Believe After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 1, Episode 12. And really, it's season only, Episode 12. I know, it's so sad. This is real sad. I'm Bobby. Okay, let's try that again. I'm Bobby DeMuro with our co-host Studley in between us and, of course, the wonderful Kate Aquilano. Courtney Henderson could not be here tonight. and We miss her. We because miss her. she's not here on the season finale, she's no longer our friend. So oh. just kidding. We love Courtney. I was like, that's a little harsh. <laughs> believe but it okay. Or, believe it or not, she'll be back. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the show right now. Before we do that, though, one quick thing. Um... Maria Menounos, our boss, the founder of AfterBuzz TV, has a new book out, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. I don't know that we've talked about it on Believe yet because we had Maybe last week Maybe one time. The week before. That's but true. it's a really great book. You guys should check it out. It is a good book. There's a ton of information in this. And really, if you support AfterBuzz, you like what we're doing, you support our shows, we try to keep it as commercial-free as possible here, and I think we do a pretty good job. Definitely. So if you want to support us financially, something like this is the way to do it. It's a great gift. It is summertime. It is a great time to get in shape. Lord knows we all need that, except for Kate, because she looks perfect. I mean. <laughs> keep it coming. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, she's so Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Sorry about that. Let's go back into the show. But as we yeah. were saying, the Ever Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness is available in bookstores everywhere, Barnes and Noble and places like that, and also online. Kate, I believe it is number three, I want to say, on the New York Times bestseller no list. Way. No That's joke. awesome. Congrats, Maria. Doing very well. And yeah. it could be higher. It was number three the last time I checked, so it could be a little higher. I bet higher it's now. number one. Just saying. It better be number one. I believe it's number one. Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, it might <laughs> be number one. <laughs> Okay, let's get into the show now because okay. Lord knows we've wasted enough time. <laughs> and it's the finale. We have to have some fun. We've got to have a little bit of fun. Let me tell you guys, it ain't water in these cups. Uh, okay, let's talk about Scorus and Winter first. There's yes. a lot to talk about with Danny, and we'll get there. And, of course, Bo and Tate's of lovely course. relationship. Oh, my God, teared up. But, but let's start with Scorus and Winter because they come together for the first time ever to work as a team. Yeah. And, and excuse me, Scorus confronts Winter about Danny wanting to kill Bo. Winter doesn't understand this threat, of course, and Scorus has to tell him, do we take Scorus at his word? Is he just right. in it? Like, because that's your question, right? Yeah, do I mean, the, I just, he comes to the warehouse, wherever it is that building is, and I just think 
you know, like you said, Winter doesn't know anything about Danny. He doesn't know how dangerous she is, um, the threat that she is to Bo. And I kind of think he, like, believes him a little too quickly. They have so much history. And then he's like, all right, I guess I have to go along with this because it's for Bo. But if you really think about it, that's, like, the one thing Scorus would use if he wanted to, like, double-cross Winter or play something against him. So he, I don't know. I think he trusted him a little quickly, but, but it look, turned out okay. Looking at it differently. Yeah, we knew it was going to turn out okay because it's the finale. Fine. Looking at it differently, though, you're right that it's the only thing Scorus could use to get Winter is Bo. Exactly. But it's also the only thing Winter can use to get Scorus is Bo. Sure. And And these two guys are not the most truthful with each other. They're not the most... They're not the best buddies. They're antagonistic <laughs> towards each other. But the one thing they have in common, and I, I really believe this even about Scorus, mm-hmm. is undying love for Bo. It's true. They will do anything for that girl. And so that's one of those things like, this is going to sound dumb, but you ever been in a relationship with somebody where like you joke about stuff, but there's that certain that thing, one thing you can't joke about. Do not joke about like Bo's safety. Exactly. I could see that. Exactly. They and wouldn't go there when she's in danger. Bo's like the magic word. And you can say anything else about the FBI and orchestra and stuff like that, and we'll fight each other. But when it comes to Bo's safety... The well-being of exactly. Bo is priority for both of them. Yeah. Just they see it in different ways, but ultimately it's the same thing. Precisely. The problem is, neither one of them know where Bo is. That's the thing. At the end of the last episode, you know, we talked about... Um, Bo confronts Winner about, you know, what role did he play in her mother's death after talking to Scorus, blah, 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 blah. And she says, I'm not coming with you. I'm going with my dad. And he has to accept it. And he takes Channing to a mystery hospital somewhere. We have no idea. Bluefield, West Virginia. That there. <laughs> and um, believe it or not, we don't, like, know where... <laughs> Please continue. We don't know where Bo is, so what do we do now? Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. But here's the solution. We use Channing, who's magically recovered from this gunshot wound in Bluefield, West Virginia. I, I just can't get over Channing's injury. She's sometimes dying, sometimes walking perfectly. They opened the show, you know, the last time they were in New York City. They opened the show and they're on the border of New Jersey. A couple hours, maybe. Yeah. Well, it depends which border, but yeah. yeah. Less than a day. Let's just oh, put it for out sure. there. Um, but we go to Channing in less than a day. She's like up and at him. She's like cured. And she's walking away in this episode and she's walking normally and all she's doing is she's holding like her holding stomach. her stomach. Like that's doing anything. Like she's like a pregnant woman or something. You know what I mean? It's like, wait a second. That has been the the one. In, there's been a lot of inconsistencies. A lot. But that one bothers me the most. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Because she was shot at like close range and she was on her deathbed. But now she's all right. Now she's all right two days later. Well, I mean, you know, the body works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I guess. Believe it or not, you can recover. Now, the interesting thing about Channing, too, is they're using her as live bait. Yeah. Which, poor Channing has gone through the ringer this entire show. She was the one who went into orchestra when she was kidnapped in the Kidna- first place. Like, she is always being put through the ringer. She is very loyal. Winter, well, because Winter's too old. He can't do the physical stuff. Yeah. And then Channing was the one who Danny read, so they had to use Channing mm-hmm. as live bait, even though she wasn't too excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I didn't... Okay, so she basically, like, opens up her mind, and because Danny had read her mind in the past. She has, like, a connection with her and can 
bring her to the place that they are. It was kind of confusing in how that all worked. They said Danny has an echo of the target's consciousness in her, having read her. So if I had powers and I read you mm-hmm. at some point and okay. then you left or whatever, I have an echo of that, of your consciousness, your thoughts, your being With like a me. GPS chip y- Yeah, it's like, it's like a dolphin with like sonar geolocation or like, something. I can I see like you kind of like are always connected, but like to go exactly where they are. Well, I mean, but but I don't know if it's exact, but remember, Danny goes through every single hideout that they had. Yeah. You know, she goes to every hideout. Stuff happens. We'll talk about her in a second. Yeah. But I think that's what it comes down to with Channing, that Danny, because she's read her, mm-hmm. has this always this faint read on her. Got it. Moving forward. I, yeah. I, that's the but best. poor Channing. That's the best I can do about it. Poor Channing is true. <laughs> I feel, believe it or not, I feel bad for that girl. <laughs> Okay, let's keep talking about... Actually, you know what? Let's transition real quick to Danny now because the three storylines are going to come together at the end and we'll leave that for that. So let's talk about the start with Danny. And the big story with Danny is the vision... Well, even before the vision, she goes to visit her brother's grave. Yeah, that was surprising to me. Yeah. Because I... You know... Oh, who was it? Zoe, which we never saw again. She was just supposed to erase her mind, but we never... uh, Rest in peace, Zoe. um, She thought she murdered him and was just kind of covering up with the story that I didn't mean to do it, and it was an accident. But then today, or in the episode, I was thinking, like, maybe she really didn't actually mean to murder him. And, you know, because why are you going to someone's grave when you don't regret it and you don't want to ask forgiveness and all this stuff? So it was the first time that I actually felt for Danny because I thought maybe... It wasn't murder. It was an accident. She didn't know how to control her powers. She was young. And, you know, and now she is the person she is today because no one understood her, et cetera, et cetera. But it was, yeah, it was really interesting that she went to uh, his grave. And that's the first time, obviously, that we've really humanized Danny Mm -hmm. because we've always known that Danny is kind of crazy, kind of sociopathic, kind of, you know, let's not get on her bad side. And by kind, I do mean very. But we've also known that Danny is very jealous of Bo, but we don't quite know why and all this kind of stuff. But this humanization shows Danny's objective. Aside from Bo, aside from Scorus, her real objective is she's searching for forgiveness from Mm -hmm. her brother. And because her brother's dead, believe it or not, she's never going to get it. So Danny then goes after the grave, cries and cries at that scene. Yeah. That was a touching scene, even for this sociopath that we have to deal it with. Was. I don't know why I'm touching Studley so much, but he's soft. Um, so Danny goes after the grave and starts methodically going through the hideouts. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the first hideout, to the loft or whatever, yeah. sets it on fire. The whole burning of uh, Bo's pictures. Pretty sad. It was really sad because I feel like that was, you know, the one chain from the whole season. There's all the pictures that she drew. Or That's a good point. That's like your Instagram account is a chain of your life. Her pictures. pictures that she drew were a chain of like the people that she helped and all of, you know, her life and her, you know, her mom. And um, it was really sad to see it all destroyed. That is pretty sad. And that's a great point. Thank you. Yeah, believe it or not, I'm impressed. (laughs) Okay, so Danny keeps going to all the other places, all the other hideouts. They eventually trap her, Scorus and Winter and these guys trap her at... um, It was like a boathouse. Yeah, at the boathouse hideout. Yeah. And and they gas her and the gas does no work. The gas, I'm like, why are they sending Zepeda in? It's not working. She is not on the ground. Um, I don't know how she did that. She's got some crazy powers. But, um, yeah, it didn't touch her. It didn't affect her at all. And poor Zepeda, your contention is at this point Zepeda's dead. Zepeda's dead. We see that Zepeda died. 
he she brings his body on, and puts it in a public space with this is the other thing. She's not just like hurting Bo. She wants to take down or like she wants to expose orchestra. So she takes Zapata's dead body, puts it in, I don't know, a public square, wherever they are, with documents from orchestra that would reveal tons of classified information. But the, I don't know if it's the FBI or whoever gets, you know, secures the body and secures the paper before anything happens or anything's let out into the public. But that's when Skurris is like, we need to clear everything. Because sooner or later, you know, she has this stuff. She could call the time. She could call anyone, release this paperwork. But it won't be a story if nothing exists. So that's why he's going to, like, clear orchestra altogether, destroy it, which is kind of like a win for Bo as well. Danny is the eraser, believe it or not. She, she is. But the thing, Danny is seriously the eraser in the fact that she erases all of Bo's memories mm-hmm. with the drawings. She erases the loft quite literally by setting it on fire. By blowing it up. She erases uh, orchestra inadvertently, well not inadvertently, but indirectly. Yeah. By having scores she, erase all she, of yeah, orchestra. Yes, she sets the plan in motion. So Danny, until the very end when she changes, Danny is of the kind of mindset that slash and burn. She's like, if I can't have it, no one can. Mm-hmm. If I can't get... You know, if I can't have Scorus love me or have me be his favorite, no one can. And, and I'm going to burn And if I this. can't get the forgiveness of my brother, then no exactly. one else can be happy, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. She's going to take everybody down with her because at this point in the show still, Danny is suffering from the degrade. It's and getting she's worse. dying very quickly. Believe it or not, she's going to die like in the next... Yeah, the degrade is happening on her fate. Like, you could see it more. And Scorus has said this is the quickest onset we've seen of the degrade. And she knows that. And she knows that she only has so much time. So, like, let's make an impact. And an impact she did make. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Bo and Tate before we get to the very yeah. end when all these three stories come together. At the very start with Bo and Tate, this is the cutest. Wait, which part? The very start of the show. When they're in the car. Oh, yeah. In the gas station. Yeah. And they're talking about going to Mexico, which yeah. was, I believe, my prediction. Did you say that? Yeah, you got to go to Mexico. Because she can't be enrolled in school. Believe it or not, Mexico's the only option. Mexico's seriously the only option for these people because she can't enroll in school and, anywhere. And Tate, she, he's still a fugitive. Everyone fails to remember that. He's still, he's still a wanted man. He hasn't been, like, cleared of his murder. No. We know he didn't do it. But he's but, still convicted in a court of law. Like, and the you know FBI eyes, he did it, and still needs to be put back on death row. Which reminds me, no feral. I know. I was thinking about that because you—that was your other big prediction yeah. that, well, believe it or not, if there was a season two, it not, on we might have seen that happen. I think so too. But there will be no season two, sadly. Yeah. Uh, so Bo and Tate, very, very cute, talking mm-hmm. about going to Mexico and talking about white sandy beaches and all that sort of stuff. And then Tate does something with Bo about the lottery ticket. Yeah. Um, and then the real cool thing that I saw, I know we're going to get comments on YouTube because we do all the time about Tate saying I love you to Bo, which happens later on. Yeah. But the real cute thing I saw is when they're talking about going to Mexico and Tate says to her, how about it, you, me, and Stanley, and some cold beer? Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Mm. Like, can you imagine? How cute? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the another cute part was when um, Dan, I know we're jumping a little bit ahead, but Danny takes Bo went at the ha- Rutledge, Rutledge house or yeah, whatever Yeah, the Rutledge was. house. Um, before he gets in a car 
with Winter and Channing, he goes back to their car and makes sure that he grabs Stanley for her. Because Bo, or Bo, excuse me, because Tate is becoming a better father every single day, believe it or not. I'm just saying. Um, (laughs) He missed that one. It's okay. Um, All right, so... They're talking about Mexico, and then Bo goes into the convenience store. And I got chills up my spine, actually, in this scene when Bo is in the convenience store and her mom, the appearance of her mom, shows up, which is significant, obviously, to her. Mm -hmm. But the way they did it, this was – honestly, it was a little scary. I was was very – I was blown away that they would bring her back. I liked it. Yeah, I liked and I it thought too. I, I liked the role that she played in the finale, and I think it was very meaningful to have her involved. But yeah, I didn't expect it because we always see the mom in the butterfly form, kind of leading them here or there. But to have like a direct conversation with her um, was interesting. And she tells her to go look at the dove. I think it was on the yeah. bracelet. And she kind of gets a glimpse into Danny's background and the day that she killed her brother or accidentally killed her brother. Um, and that's what sets the thing in motion. Which is an amazing twist and a very cool, believable, didn't see it coming twist, although we probably should have, was the fact that the convenience store girl, the best friend is Danny. And everything is interconnected. Yeah. They went to this convenience store purposefully. Oh, it had to be connected it's, that way. That's awesome. That's not a cheap thing to me. Some things that yeah. they've done show are a little cheap. Too that one was, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. No, I thought it was good. Um, so she sees the dove. She learns about the dove. And we learn that Danny, while she did kill her brother. She did. Her motive maybe wasn't as cut and dry as Zoe, rest in peace, Zoe, thought it was. Yeah. Um, And so Bo has one of her moments. Tate doesn't want that to happen, doesn't want her to have one of her moments. I know. I was kind of uh, taken back when he was like, can you pretend that it didn't happen? Like, I know he wants them to live a, a normal life, and he wants that for her. He doesn't mean it in a malicious way, but he kind of is like, don't, you know, just ignore it. Pretend it didn't happen. Can you do that for me? And you could tell, obviously, we know it was her mother. So, we, you know, we know how um, important and heavy this this interaction was. And he doesn't. But it was a little, like, really? And at that point, he had not, she had not told him that it was the mother. No. But had not mentioned that it was mother. So, believe it or not, she's still hiding something from Tate. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Bo now now what causes them to to go back and what causes Tate to be a believer in going back is the breaking news they see about the loft going down whatever yep. and then Bo says it Bo drops and says I saw It was mom, mom. and yeah. Um and then the other thing of course that same motif that we see is the butterfly. Yep. They follow the butterfly all the way. I love that Tate was like do you, do you, am I seeing this? Do you see what I see cuz he's like I don't know. I think it he's weird. He's still a little weirded out by all the craziness and the ability. And uh, he's like, do you see what I see? For sure. And they're like, okay, get yourself, get in the car. And they follow it to the Rutledge house where they eventually um, come in contact with Danny. And so here are where these three storylines intersect, which is why we did those little kind of interludes on all three of those. Because believe it or not, all the characters get together by the end of the show. Mm -hmm. And we have some sort of a resolution. Um, Okay, so... The first things first when they kind of get there is Danny confronting Bo, throwing Tate against the wall. Tate's powerless to stop Danny. Yep. Just like he's been powerless to stop Bo in a different way. Yeah. He's not going to tell her what to do. Uh, and then the thing I haven't written down to and you mentioned is Tate gets Stanley for It was Bo. the cutest thing. Even in a stressful situation, he's becoming a better dad. Of course. What he, a guy. He's such a good guy. Believe it or not, he's a good dad. He is a good dad. Yeah. I'm a fan of him. Um and then we also see Scorus shutting down orchestra, which we talked yeah. about. But then Danny brings Bo back to Scorus, and this is where things get yeah. you know a little heavier. Uh, and and 
the interesting thing in this scene for me is when Tate and Winter get to Scorus, Bo's already there, Scorus is there, Danny's waiting for everybody, and the doors go locked, and Bo's powers are now rendered useless again. Well, the door shakes a little bit, just like when they were in the, the underground sewer. thing, and she couldn't remove whatever, and they couldn't get out. But yeah, it's a little weird, a little convenient that her powers work sometimes and not others. Incredibly convenient. But then mom shows up But again. then we have mom. Yeah. And we have the I love you from Tate. And that's the thing. And, and the mom is big because it's not only the I love you from Tate, but it's the fact of that the brother forgives mm-hmm. Danny. And Danny needs to know that. And the mom is the go-between. Right. Being a spirit or whatever you want whatever to call her, being a ghost. Say. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the mom is, she's the go-between to tell Danny that, you know, mm-hmm. your brother forgives you or whatever. And then Tate says, I love you. He also says, I've got your back 100%. It was so I cute. I love you. It was so cute. I loved it. Was that the moment of the whole series I mean, I, I teared up. Did no. you really, though? I did. I mean, I cry at, like, commercials. So <laughs> if you know me, like, and I'll cry at, like, a movie trailer. I cried. I mean, not cried. I tear. Like, a tear. You know what? Believe it or not, I believe that. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Now, one thing that I'm wondering about with Danny in this scene with orchestra is the flames. You didn't like the flames. Didn't like the flames. They looked like something that you would make in, like, the 1960s. They were bad special effects. I mean, I think... The showrunner, the producer, knew it was canceled by now. Maybe they didn't want to spend in a little money on the graph, the special effects. But it did look a little weird. It was just cheesy. Was and Danny's cheesy. just kind of standing there floating in between I'd, them. And then... You'd think she would be, like, flying them at the buildings. Like, she didn't do anything. It was just, like, circling her. I'm like, wait, is she going to, like, attack? Well, what's happening? I don't know. And then Bo walks into the flames. Because why not? Like, why would Bo not walk into the flames? Because Bo's powers are at 100% now, like, rather than, like, 10 minutes ago. Bo is a a precocious little kid. (laughs) And she just, she'll walk into anybody's life, and she'll walk into Danny's flames, and it ain't no thing. Okay? Her mom told her to do it. She's gonna do it. And then then in the flames, we hear, listen to him. Yeah. Meaning, listen listen to Danny's brother. And then magically, poof. Done. Done. All gone. Although the buildings are still on fire. The flames around Danny are gone, but the buildings at Orchestra are still on fire. Yeah, that was convenient. Because Orchestra, it, you know, needs to be... It needs to burn. Yeah. Because Scorus went over the top. Everything's deleted. Now let's burn the buildings it's down. Erased. And it's all done. Yeah. Yeah. But then my part that I was like, what? I wrote in my notes, Danny still has the degrade, obviously. She falls to the ground. Bo heals her? Just like that. Uh, I was like, when did she develop healing abilities? Because Bo should have been back at orchestra healing everybody then. I know. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. But, you know, because she thinks, obviously, the episode is called Second Chance. She thinks that Danny deserves a second chance, just like Tate got a second chance. Well, and she said that. She said everyone deserves a second chance. Yeah. But healing her? I didn't know that was in her repertoire. Well, listen, believe it or not, Danny is... Believe it or not, Danny is a redeemable. Danny is a redeemable character, just like Tate, just like Bo, mm-hmm. just like everybody else, and and she does deserve a second chance. All right, whatever you say. I mean, she was evil, but she was, she was evil. So evil. This little turnaround happened quite quickly. But she was evil with the wrong objective. She didn't know that her objective was not true. She didn't sure. understand her objective was wrong, mm-hmm. and she didn't understand the emotion with her brother was wrong. Mm-hmm. So now that she understands those two things, I think her evilness 
well, we shouldn't make light of it. Because she killed people. She killed people. Yeah. Okay, well, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's totally ridiculous. Yeah. She murdered at least two people. Oh, definitely. If not more. We don't know what happened in this crazy girl's life. Danny does not deserve a second chance. But this, you know, her hatred has kind of helped Winner and Tate and Bo because it destroyed Orchestra. Yeah, but... So it's like, I mean, I'm not saying it's okay at all. But I'm just saying a little bit of the hatred kind of helped them. Just a little bit of murder. Just a little bit of murder. She (laughs) murdered at least two people. And Zepeda did not go in there alone. So we... No, so so I'm sure those other people are gone She murdered like six or seven people. I would agree with that. Okay. Just so we're on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Dudley agrees as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. So so we are dealing with a, a serial, serial killer, killer. A spree killer. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call her. But but it's okay because she took down orchestra. Yeah. She maybe doesn't deserve a second chance. Believe it or know. not, I was wrong about that. And then we're left with the last scene in the show, of course, Tate playing the lotto the old-fashioned oh, way. I thought that was a really cute way to end it. Yeah, it's a cute way to end it, but what are they going to do for money? Where's the money that they're getting He's to He's going to dr- work in Mexico. Doing what? I don't know. He has skills. Maybe he will see uh, Tim Robbins from Shawshank Redemption down there. Could be. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. I but mean, but he goes to Mexico, too, to yeah. escape. Yeah, okay. But he had, he was a little smarter and like set up a little money exactly. aside. Tate didn't quite have that plan. They'll they'll work it out. Okay, here's my question about Bo then. Are Bo's powers, since she's not using them anymore, and we know that she's not having the dreams mm-hmm. anymore, are Bo's powers gone? Or are they, like, dormant and she's never going to have to bring them up to the surface again? I think the more you use them, like, the stronger you get. I don't think you'll ever lose them, but I don't think she's going to get better or stronger or... Is it true that if you don't use it, you, you lose, lose it? it. <laughs> Believe it or not, I think that might be true. So you're saying that Bo's powers are going to be, if not gone, just inconsequential and will never yeah. come up again. And I think that was the goal the whole time, to be normal and have a normal family and um, to not end up like her mother did. And so we won that battle. Orchestra's gone. Uh, Winter and Channing are still alive, so that's a plus. Um... Yeah, I think, I mean, other than the murderer getting a second chance, I think everything was wrapped up kind of neatly. The only thing I can say about the murderer, Danny, getting a second chance Mm -hmm. is Bo and Tate have to leave orchestra when it's ablaze very quickly because sirens are coming. And I know part of those sirens are fire trucks to put out the blaze. But I wonder if, it's also going to be police too because they need to figure out what's going on. I wonder if they, they, we didn't see it, but I wonder if they held Danny and said, you got to go to jail. You think she's just free? Yeah. I think that they understood... It's it's hard because she did kill people, but what she went through and her motivation was not. You you sound like an amazing defense attorney. I would be an amazing lawyer. Believe it or not, you'd get a guy off. (laughs) 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 Of murder. Of, of murder, murder charges. Of murder of charges. Murder charges. <laughs> I would agree with that. Okay, believe mm. it or not, I messed that one up. <laughs> All right, Kate, you take over for a while. I'm going to hide my face. <laughs> 
I'm going to just hide behind Studley. Okay, I think we've talked about the episode enough. Let's move on to a little news and gossip. What do I'm going to wipe my eyes a little bit from that one. We've got two pieces of news. Well, really one piece of news, and then we've got a debate question for you guys in the gossip section. News-wise, Johnny Sequoia, if you're wondering where you can see her next, because she is awesome. And that is one of the highlights of the show. I didn't think, overall, I thought the acting was good. Mm -hmm. You know, I know the writing was maybe a little suspect. I thought Jake did a really good job as well as, you know, first lead role. I thought he did a great job. And Jamie Chung and and, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Delroy Lindo, you know what you're going to get with those guys. But it was good. I thought Mm -hmm. it was good. Johnny Sequoia, pretty new to acting, as you might suspect. She's going to be on the big screen July 18th. And what? I'm, a, I'm about to tell I'm you. I'm intrigued. Believe it or not, I'm going to tell you. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could. The film is called Among Ravens. It is directed by Russell Friedenberg and Randy Redroad. Great name. Okay. It's going to premiere at the Nantucket Film Festival. Probably a little hoity-toity film festival. Probably. And it's going to be released across the country in theaters and on demand on July 18th. It was picked up by Gravitas Pictures. It is an indie film. Okay. So if you're a Johnny Sequoia fan, that's something to watch. This is taken directly from the HollywoodReporter.com. The movie is, quote, inspired by real events and follows the intertwined lives of a group of friends and family as seen through the eyes of a 10-year-old girl named Joey, played by Sequoia. The events of the film take place during a July 4th holiday weekend in Idaho where secrets begin to unravel and have an impact on Joey. Oh, jeez. I'll watch it. Among Ravens, July 18th on theaters and in demand. I follow Johnny on Twitter. Is she good? She's the cutest little thing. She had a little follow Johnny, con- con- I don't know if it's contest, but to get to 10,000 followers. And she got, you know, she got 10,000. And so she had a f- hashtag follow Johnny or something. And she was going to follow back fans that use the hashtag. So she knows how to use her social media. Good girl. I would have loved to follow back from her, believe it or not. Believe All right, let's move on to our gossip section. Believe it or not, guys, the show. The show has been canceled. We've known this for a little while. This is the final episode. Sigh. My gossip debate question for you, Kate Aquilano, yep. and honestly for you guys at home, we so please know. answer on YouTube or on Twitter. We do want to know, so really tweet us. Like, I want to hear for your sure. opinions. Did Believe deserve to be canceled? I'm torn. Because I think it had potential. You know, we've talked about those in-between episodes where not a lot happened. It was kind of formulaic. Like, she has a dream. She magically is within 10 feet of that person she has to convince Tate to help them they help them blah 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 and if I feel like if they had less of those and more of these very um I don't know story driven Tate and Bo kind of episodes it would have um been a little better but I do think it was cancelled too soon but I feel that way about a lot of shows I think it totally deserved to be cancelled believe it or not I'm sorry Why? 
Here's the thing. Now, to its credit, it's a very family-friendly show. It was cute. No sex, no violence. Danny murdered people, but we never saw gory no gore. murders. Nothing gory like that. Mm-mm. So you could watch it with your kids. I think it's definitely something, if you're a Johnny Sequoia fan as a kid, it's absolutely something oh, I, in your yeah, wheelhouse to I watch. Yeah, I agree. So that's a good thing. And there's not a, a ton of that on primetime television. There's a lot of yeah, gory stuff. Yeah, um, And it was greatly improved, improved when you mentioned the Bo and Tate relationship. Mm-hmm. Super improved. However, incredibly repetitive. Yeah, during those... Un- even even not during those episodes. Unbelievably repetitive. Not necessarily original. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of, like, special power shows that have happened. You know, there are a lot yeah, of things... Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. There's well, a lot of, you know, cop pro- comedy. Exactly, there are. And there's too many. Yeah. Not original. Yeah. And, I, and the other thing is it's very random with Bo's powers. They don't necessarily follow uh, yeah, a strict set of need, rules. Yeah, there was... Like we said, there's inconsistencies that needed to be answered. And, you know, a little more detail... You know, had to be ironed out. I just need to know a little bit more about her powers, specifically what she can and can't do, so it doesn't seem like they're flying by the seat of their pants. Whenever it's convenient to exactly. use it or not to use it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I see it both ways. And I maintain this would have been an amazing six-episode miniseries. I agree. Would have been amazing like that. If you mm-hmm. just knew you were going to get six and you had to wrap it up I in six I think that's going to happen more and more. I think it will, too, because of, like, True Detective and stuff. Yep. That's like, and this is not on the level of True Detective, but things like but that have had such idea. success. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we want to know at home, you guys, on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, go I on YouTube and comment. Everyone's going to agree with me. Well, yeah, because, you, I mean, come on, you're Kate Aquilano. I <laughs> mean, come on, guys. Believe it or not, <laughs> Believe it or not, we set that up tonight. <laughs> do we have predictions? Yeah, we do have predictions. Let's do some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay, so you can predict anything. You can say if there were a season two, here's what's going to happen. Or you can predict, and this might be interesting, the career futures for some of these actors. Can I do both? Yeah, of course you okay. can. Okay, if there was a season two... Uh, spoiler alert, they never make it to Mexico. Something happens. Farrell comes back. Mm. Um, some piece of evidence of orchestra's existence isn't totally erased. And conspiracy happens. And Bo is at the center of it and not in a good way. And they have to prove that she is a good person and keep her abilities under wrap. All right, I'll do you one better on season two. So Tate was in Murder... In uh, in murder, in prison for murder on death row for a murder he did not commit. Yes. I say my prediction, if they had a season two, Tate goes to Mexico with Bo, actually commits a murder, and has to go to Mexican prison. Why would you put him in Mexican <laughs> prison? I don't know. He's defending Bo. It's a prediction for season two. It's going to be a little goofy. Believe it or not, I do not agree with you. No love for you. That's right. <laughs> Um, as far as their careers, I think Johnny is a great young actress. I yeah. think she's definitely going to keep doing more and more. Uh, Jake, I think this was a good, you know, first first lead, like I said. I think he, I don't know, I've seen him more in a lot of action. Like, he's done um, Army. He's He comes from an Army background, yeah. so obviously he plays those roles really well. So I see him more in, like, an action kind of space? I actually don't. I think this was a great role for him career-wise. Like like we're talking like his manager or something. I think this Do was a great role. you need representation, Jake McLaughlin? <laughs> I think this was a great role for him career-wise to get away from military stuff and action stuff. And I agree with you. He's probably going to get 
typecast a little bit as action. Yeah. But he's not a bad actor. He's no, a good actor. for sure. And, and emotes pretty well, I think, for somebody who usually mm-hmm. would get cast as a soldier. Mm-hmm. And I think this opens up, hopefully, some eyes hopefully. to say, hey, you could be in some kind of an indie drama or some kind of a... I don't know uh, if he's that deep. Really? I mean, him as a person, probably, but like, I don't know if it comes across. I think it could. Yeah? Yeah, I really think it okay. could. I, I hope really so. Because that and, would be cool. And Johnny, Lord knows. A lot oh, of time God, with child God. actors, it depends more on the off-screen life and what happens to yeah. them. Look at like a Macaulay Culkin or somebody. But Don't a, put those negative vibes out no, there. No, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> but let's be honest. I'm just saying it depends a lot on the off-screen life. Yeah. Because on screen, she's got it. She's cute. Yeah. She's fun. She's got mm-hmm. this good presence. So. But it takes a lot to be a child actor yeah. as a lot of people read in gossip magazines. And so, yeah, hope all the best. So here's to you, Johnny Sequoia. We hope you have a lot of success. And maybe we'll do another one of her shows in the future and bring her in and give her studly. Will you follow us back on Twitter? Do you follow her? Of course I do. Uh, Believe it or not, I don't. For hours. Days. Oh, Lord. Good. That's the point. It should be in your head for days. I know. I'm going to be sad. Believe it or not, it's my favorite song. I tried to do it one more time. It wasn't going to happen. Okay, as we get going today, hey, first off, before we give out social links, seriously, guys, all the Believe fan clubs, it's been all awesome. the fans who tweeted us, all the people who did campaigns mm-hmm. for bringing back Believe for a second season, who knows? Maybe Netflix and somebody will pick it up. You it's never happened know. before. You never know. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you guys very, was, you guys, yeah. very much for all your support, all your tweets, awesome. all your YouTube comments. It truly was awesome. Um, unfortunate the show doesn't get a second season and continue, but the first season was a lot of fun for us. It was. Uh, we really enjoyed it, and yeah, thanks guys for always commenting and being yep. involved and tweeting us. So it's been great. Really wish Courtney could be here, but she's like not. we said, we're not friends with her anymore. So. Yeah, we 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 don't worry. She's not even <laughs> our Facebook friend. We totally unfollowed her. Okay, social links, Twitter, Kate, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kate Aquilano. Did you change your Instagram yeah. so it's both Kate Aquilano? I did. You catch that? Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'm at Bobby DeMiro on Twitter, and believe it or not... Ah, I should have used that! <laughs> All right, at Bobby DeMiro on Twitter, at Mr. Bobby DeMiro on Instagram... Uh, and hey, remember, I know Believe is over, but if you're a fan of AfterBuzz or if you're new at AfterBuzz because of Believe and it brought you in, yeah. subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. There are tons of other shows so on here. There's a lot shows. of stuff. I know we both do other stuff. So you can follow us on new shows, or if you have a favorite show, might as well watch the AfterBuzz recap. That's it for Believe. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Let's let Steven and the wonderful music take it away. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 